Thanks for tuning in to Good Vibrations with Kristen, where humanness meets spirituality. Are you ready to be inspired? Do you want to have a greater connection to the earth, each other, and ultimately yourself? Join in the conversation with Kristen Ace and her fascinating guests to share the light, laughter, and the illumination of Good Vibrations. everybody. Welcome to Good Vibrations with Kristen. We have an amazing guest today. Her name is Molly McCord. She is a best-selling author, intuitive astrologer, radio show host, and a modern consciousness teacher. And I love that last description. Are you there, Molly? Hi, Kristen. Hi. Yes, I'm definitely here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so pleased to have you. I, I have to say I I found you on Facebook. I was flipping through something, and one of your—I I believe they call them memes—was up. Was it? It was a blurb from one of your books in this incredible background. And as soon as I read it, I went, "Oh, this woman speaks my language." I'm so happy that you are here. The the um, section of the book was from your book, "The Art of Trapeze: One Woman's Journey of Soaring, Surrendering, and Awakening." So um, thank you. Yeah. Wow, I'm, that's wonderful to hear that it resonates with you, and I'm I'm happy you found it. Obviously, for a number of reasons, but I'm excited to have a conversation with you because I feel like we're going to have a really good time, and that the <laughs> listeners are going to get some good inspirations and perhaps learn more about themselves. So yes, I'm, I'm just happy to be here. Oh, great. Well, uh, you know, we had talked about geez, what should we talk about? Because there's always so much to talk about. And your suggestion, which I was so thrilled about, was that we pick themes that accelerate our soul growth in every lifetime. And I want you to expand on that for me a little bit before we get moving into a conversation. Absolutely, yes. So this is one of my passions, and I always have to ground myself before I launch off into this topic because um, this is my perspective, is that we are each pieces and, and connected to the divine. We are, mm. we are love. We are light. We are each here. Um, we are love in human form. Ah. And we can only do so much in a lifetime. We can only do so much in a day. So we choose certain themes to work with in each lifetime that help us heal, grow, learn more about ourselves, and ultimately love ourselves more, to feel more powerful in our energy and in what we can contribute and share and how we can connect with each other. So I, I have found this to be true for myself, for people, and it also feels really affirming to know that, you know, we have certain specialties in each lifetime um, that really help us know ourselves better as sources of love. Well, I love the way that you put that, that we have um, things that help us know ourselves better instead of, wow, these things are really challenging and they're happening over and over and over again. Because certainly, if you look at your lifetime, the same thing comes up and it comes up and it comes up and it'll come up with uh, a different person or a different situation, and it, but it's the same thing. So would you consider that one of the themes that you chose to help you learn more about yourself and love yourself, but also um, maybe move through that particular issue so that you don't have to bring it through the next soul's incarnation? 
Absolutely. Yes, I love how you explain that because I do think that we are here to master certain themes and to feel powerful and strong in them. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned um, through my own experience is that the themes don't go away, but we get to, we spot them sooner. Mm. It's like it shows up sooner. You know what it is. Oh, I know what this lesson is, or I've learned this before, and I'm going to apply what I've learned, or yes. going to make a new choice, or I'm going to approach this differently. And that's how we really practice our mastery and how we really own it is, is by really applying what we've learned, although at the same time, I confess, I forget what I've learned, and then <laughs> you're giving an opportunity to relearn it, to remember. Um, but it is sort of that ongoing dance, I think, where we are being able, we're given an opportunity to constantly get better and own these energies within ourselves. And, and ultimately, I believe it all comes back to, to really loving ourselves for who we are. Yes, I agree. I think we forget, though, Molly, because not forget what we learn, but, but forget, oh, shoot, that's right. Because when it shows up again, at least for me, I go, what? Why are you here? I'm done with you. And then I go, oh, crap, I'm not done. But you are correct. I get better and better and better at recognizing it, finding what, you know, where is my part in this and how can I move through this with loving myself? And I think that's the hardest part, loving myself through that challenge. And I think it's also an opportunity for us to see where we start perhaps judging ourselves mm. or criticizing ourselves mm. or, or, or blaming ourselves or even to think, oh, I thought I learned that. Why is it coming back around? And, and we can personalize it when it never is. Um, but that's, you know, that's another part of ourselves that we get to work with, which I see as an opportunity um, because it's, it can be really easy to go into any of that judgment or criticism or any of those things that our unconscious programming will, you know, animate and get going. Um, well, well, I, I think, know. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You no, just, go ahead. Um, all I was just going to say is that this just happened to me. I was just having lunch with Megan and telling her this terrible thing that happened to me. And she said to me, oh, God, that's Kristen. That's got to be like when you were in high school. And I went, oh, my God. I almost started crying. I said, it is. It was the I Hate Kristen Club because there was a lot of that yeah. in high school. I had many, many factions of I Hate Kristen Clubs. And in this particular situation with this woman – who I was trying to um, understand why we were having such friction and maybe move through that. And instead, she went on a tirade of all the things that was wrong with me and all oh, the gosh. things. Uh, yeah, that's a, I, I'm okay. But after the conversation, which went increasingly bad, um, as she continued to tell me over and over and over again, all the reasons why, you know, I probably shouldn't even be on the planet. And I got off the phone with her and, and, I was like, oh, my God, am I really that bad? And, I, and I, I've had a whole now 24 hours to meditate and digest. But what I came to is there is absolute kernels and truth of what she said. I am really sensitive. I do take things too personally. I also am very exacting and uh, feel like we need to move at a quick pace to accomplish certain things. Those are all true. But what I also, and I did come to, you know, oh my God, here it is again. People don't like me. But yeah. what I came around to sitting with Megan and through my meditations is, 
yes, those are kernels of truth. But if I'm not as sensitive as I am, then I don't show up at the right time. And I, and I inevitably show up in people's lives, whether it's um, my vet's assistant who I walked into yesterday who, who was going through a really difficult time, and I showed up just at the right time to talk with her and tell her how important she is and all the things that yeah. she's done and that she's one of my heroes. I show up at a coffee shop, at the flower shop, wherever, where somebody needs me because I am so sensitive that I pick up I'm needed. I'll drive someplace that I don't even want to go to because I think, oh, I guess I better go here for whatever reason and run into somebody who needs something that I have. So what I did with this, and I don't mean to go on, but as I said, okay, yes, I definitely have to work on not taking it all so personally. That is a fact. But the gift of the sensitivity is all the other things I do with it outside of this particular instance. So I was able to look at myself and say, okay, you, you yes. need some work on this. But look at all the great things that come from this. And 20 years ago, I would have just been, I'm a big fat loser and everybody hates me. That's what would right. have, 20 years ago. Now 20 years fast forward, I'm in a, oh, but look what else comes from that particular personality challenge. And you know what's fascinating is that there are... I consider myself a sensitive person, too. I pick up on a lot of vibrations. I pick up on the undercurrents of words and conversation. Yes, yes. Um, You know, the environment, animals, all that. You know, that's such a gift. And I actually look at it um, also from more of a – I've learned to look at it from a bigger perspective, which is that, you know, some of the most sensitive people on the planet have also been the ones who have survived the most and the longest because they sense things that other people don't. They pick up on – Um, what's in the environment that could be a threat or a danger. And I feel like part of our modern times is shifting into a different place where we know, okay, um, a tiger is not going to come up behind me and attack me while I sleep, but but I'm aware mm. of anything else um, that could, you know, come into my energy and Mm. perhaps intrude itself. Um, But I also, I've learned how to make choices around that and to detach from it and, Ongoing, you know, ongoing choices, but it's such a gift, Kristen, and it's such a gift. And, and like you said, you know, people also come to you and they open up and they share, and that's amazing. Not everybody has that kind of experience of knowing people. So I feel like, you know, really, uh, you know, owning these themes for ourselves just right. makes us so much stronger, and it also enhances your part of the human puzzle you know Mm. the fact that people need we need sensitive people on our planet thank god (laughs) thank god (laughs) and you know and and to have that open-heartedness and and also know that okay I, i work on not taking some things as personally um yeah there's always two sides of the coin and i absolutely can relate to your story so thank you for sharing that oh you're welcome i think it all happened because i was going to talk to you today i really feel like this happens to me all the time i'm having a guest and then all these situations will come up around what the guest is bringing to my listeners and i feel like the universe was going yeah this is one of those things Kristen. that this is one of your themes oh because of this this and this about you Nobody likes you. And it's really only one or two people who don't like me and not, you know, the 7,000 other people in the town. It's just this particular instance. And it has to be okay. But but it is a theme 
of you're too much of whatever. You know, when I was growing right. up, it was you're too, again, my parents said a lot of that. You're too sensitive. You're too dramatic. You, you're, you know, you, you know, you don't, you don't, you can't go with the flow, blah, blah, blah. So those were all the things that were wrong with me. So, but take it, but that's a theme in my life. And I have to go, oh, here's that stupid theme again. And how do I handle it? You bring up a really important point about this um, for people who are listening, and and that is that your themes usually first show up in childhood, Mm. and they make an impact on your inner child. They make an impact on your subconscious, um, which is the part of us that's, you know, operating in our our worlds um, based on what we're seeing and absorbing from our parents and from our immediate environment. And that usually occurs until the age of seven. So there's parts of ourselves that have always known these themes, but it's as we become more conscious and aware um, that we start to really notice them. And there are triggers. You know, it's where we get triggered and we feel um, a a discomfort, a hurt, a pain, uh, anger, any of that. It's like the tiger. Doorway. Yeah, but isn't aren't all those things like the tiger? We like you said, we don't have the tigers jumping out of the woods. Um, to kill us, but we, we definitely have those triggers are the tigers. Like, danger, danger. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, to bring it or to expand it out into a bigger perspective, um, my my perspective on this, too, is that it's actually more part of your soul journey and that these are probably the same themes that you've worked with in other lifetimes. And you as a soul said, okay, I'm going to work with this in this lifetime. I'm going to nail it. I'm going to master it. I'm going to, you know, own this so that it doesn't continue into other lifetimes or other energies. I'm, I'm going to really get to the heart of this right now. So I, I, I own it because in other lifetimes we haven't been able to do that. Mm. Um, but now we have so many resources and, and tools and right. levels of consciousness available that we can. Well, and that also makes it a little exciting, doesn't it? Like, when yes. when everybody's listening, we can say, okay, your theme has come up, but how exciting because you are correct, Molly. The tools, the emotional tools that we have available and the psychological tools that we have available today, which is why I just don't get mad at my parents because they didn't have any of these tools when they were bringing their children up. They were just like, Absolutely. blah, I don't know, you know. And, and from like my dad, he came from a, both my parents came from very abusive uh, homes, um, uh, physically and abusive, emotionally abusive homes. And they didn't, they didn't put that in place in their home, but that's all they could do. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yes. And that's a great example because you think about how our children are going to have more tools. Our grandchildren are going to have more tools. They're going to be such smarty pants. I know. They're going to be enlightened at the age of four. Well, yes. Well, it says, and because you're an intuitive astrologer, how did you how did you get into that? Because I definitely have looked into astrology, but I always end up going, I don't get it. Just tell me what that thing means. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Well, it's interesting. I started studying astrology over 20 years ago, and it just spoke to me. I just found myself devouring books and learning mm. more, and taking classes, and. I, I just kept following it as a hobby, and I eventually uh, studied with some wonderful teachers and mentors and started working with clients, and, um, you know, certainly you learn as you go, but what I found was that it every astrology chart was a bit like a 
portal, if you will, or, or something oh. where I would just hone in on certain energies, and that was what I had to talk about. So it was much more intuitive. It's much more about um, looking at what energies are the biggest in someone's chart. Right. Um, people have said it's sort of like a psychic reading with astrology, and, and I guess that's another way to describe it. Um, and so as I look at someone's chart, it will... I'll, I'll feel messages from my guides about, you know, past lives or certain animals that are their totem animals or certain mm. uh, messages or colors or, oh, I don't know. It's always different. Yeah. <laughs> it's always different type of reading. But it starts with the astrology chart because that is someone's energy and mm -hmm. it's essentially a doorway in, into more of them and how I can assist them or help them. Well, would you consider that, I mean, I know we were talking about themes that accelerate our growth but don't aren't some of our themes like happy things like for me communication yeah. is a huge theme for soul growth and it's in, in every aspect of anything I've done in my life it's always about speaking out and helping somehow so for you would astrology be one of your themes to accelerate you to help you with maybe the theme that isn't so easy I would say that astrology is one of my tools okay um and that helps me hone in on a theme and themes, you know, of course, um, there's many themes, but the astrology chart pinpoints it for people. Right. And it really shows um, perhaps where some of those wounds are or where the greatest healing is possible. Mm. Uh, but then it also shows the gifts. It shows what people are really here to offer and how we support each other. Because um, I also relate, um, Kristen, to that theme of communication and speaking up. And there's a lot of people who have trouble with that. Right. So we help them, right? And we right. can moderate, facilitate, teach to help other people feel stronger in their voice. Right. So right. the astrology chart is a great tool for, for highlighting those themes, most definitely. So you were probably a mystic in another life. You know, one of the Many times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> astronomer, mystic, somebody who was able to look at the actual stars and go, oh, this is what this means. This is what's coming. You probably knew when comets were coming and things. <laughs> so, yes. you, so you were helping people with the comet tigers before people had words for it. <laughs> Run! I, I love that. <laughs> Run now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's, that's but that's and that's true. It's because we don't come in just with a theme that will cause us challenge. We come in, we come in with tools to help us move us along on those challenges. So you yes, could say, no, go ahead. I apologize. No, I was going to just say that I think astrology is one of those tools, and mm -hmm. there's many. There's so many. I mean, there's ways to work with energy. There's numerology. There's different ancient teachings. There's just so many tools available uh, for every person to understand themselves better right now that mm -hmm. it, it's just really exciting as people step into their spiritual gifts and really know more about what they can contribute and share and offer. Yeah, and I think the more that people understand that about themselves and understand the unity of, of spirit and of the divine, it's easier to see yourself as a part of this um, fabric of of our reality and yeah. move yourself into a place of giving and helping and of us as opposed to me, I, and what I need or want. I think that, yes. that gives people more of an opportunity to be a part of, which I think is, in at least for me, um, 
always one of those things that if I can remember as a child, just wanting to be a part of something. Please let me be a part of something, something where I am understood and I'm, I can connect. Yeah, right. Yes, that belongingness. And, and then we discover what that is and we share it and we put it out there and we find others of like mind and like energy. And right. it's, it's amazing, too, you know, how the Internet does that and how that is really, I believe, the spiritual purpose of the Internet is to connect us in these ways and to open us up to each other and what we're doing in different parts of the world and how it really supports and enhances our experiences together, such as this show. You know, it's amazing that we can connect like this, being uh, living on different sides of the country. That's but right. we can do this together. Well, and, and as we become more aware of people who are supposedly so different from us, and we realize, oh, they're not, they're really no different than me. They, they want to feed their children and have clean water and a, a place to um, practice their spirituality that's safe and in peace. And they yeah. may go about it in a way that, in clothing that I've never seen before or with a ritual that I don't know, but it, the essence of what they desire is no different than what I desire. None. I love that. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. And, and we need more of that understanding, I believe, especially right now, because we're you know trying to erase some of these lines, these mm. lines that have really divided us as a human family instead mm-hmm. of understanding how we're similar and what, and what we each desire and want and, and wish to experience in our lives. It's so important right now. Right. And as we move forward with those themes of ours that are po- causing a challenge or, uh, or, and, or, or maybe not, I mean, for me, when I think of a theme that accelerates my growth, it's always something that's challenging because if it's easy for me, I'm like, duh, 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 this is fun, la, la, la. Yeah. Um, I'd like it to be different. I'd like for my themes to be a little more fun. But as I become more clear and aware of my challenges and how I present myself in this world, which definitely, again, bring up this person, she was correct in that however I was presenting myself was causing her um, discomfort. And so, you know, I have to honor that, that she's uncomfortable um but not have to take on all the reasons why she's uncomfortable does that make sense absolutely and the reasons why people are uncomfortable with each other is because we're at different energies that aren't really compatible at some level you know there's there's higher vibrations more vibrations of everything and you know i found throughout my life especially in recent years um that people who don't resonate with me are just really uncomfortable around me. They don't mm-hmm. get it. They don't get me. They don't, it, it, it's really hard for them, and they can't put it into words or explain it. And so you just go to the fact that, oh, I don't like her. <laughs> you know, and it's like, well, but I know why. It's because we're at different places. We have different choices, different interests. We're different energies. Right. It's not compatible. Right. And that's okay. That's so okay. But um, at the same time, you know, it can hurt our human hearts if yes. we don't understand it. Yep. But then that's, you know, that's really how I see everything is that it's all energies. And when the energies don't connect, um, you know, that's, it, it shows up as rejection, abandonment, hurt, um, you know, all that stuff. But really it's just it's energies not connecting. Well, and if you put that into a theme, then you have to say, oh, now I have to recognize this is not being personal but an energetic um, mismatch, which takes yeah. the takes the 
it does take the sting out of it and you can go, Oh, right. Uh, if, if I'm paying attention, this theme of nobody likes me because I'm too much of whatever, um, Instead, I can go, oh, it's a vibrational mismatch, and that's what's really happening. So I can go, oh, that's what it is. And then my theme gets less, it has less of a hold on me, and I get to that more soul growth easier. Would would you say that? Absolutely, yes. And another layer to that um, is that many of us are here as energetic leaders. We're pioneering new ways of being in the world, of Mm -hmm. owning energy, of following our truth. And as a leader, you know, we're creating the path. And there's people who will come behind and who will eventually resonate. That might be in five years. That might be in 50 years. might be never. But part of being (laughs) a leader, you know, part of being an energetic leader is that you go somewhere first and other people just don't get it. You know, it's kind of like being Albert Einstein and, or, or, right. or, you know, you know, someone who, who is just ahead of the energies of the, of the mass population. Right. Um, there's just fewer people who understand it right away. But that's also why it's exciting. It's because you're, you're choosing the energies you want to create and, and you're leading it. So that's something to own, too. Yes, I agree with that. And, that, and I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because um, – I, it's just really important to remember that we are all here doing something that is extremely valid in propelling our humanity forward. And yeah. leading yeah. the in the pioneering section of it is not always comfortable. Like I always say to my no. kids, I say to my kids, I'm pioneering. You guys are the new leaders. I'm telling you, you get to lead. I'm just paving the way for you. And that's it. that's how I feel. I'm paving the way so they can come in and go – you know, take the staff and really, really show, brighten the light that, that the way showers are putting out there right now. They're there to um, uh, strengthen the light, open the light, make it more accessible. Yes, beautifully said. I agree. And I think that is part of a soul's theme is to be different mm. because we need people who are different if we're going to change around the energies and right. take it to a new place and go somewhere new as a human family, we need to have the people who are different who do that, who volunteer. And that's another way that I look at it. I look at it as it's a volunteering position. It's like you said, okay, yes, yes, I'll take on that role, and it's going to be hard at times, and it's going to maybe hurt my heart, and it's, and it's going to be challenging, but I volunteer, I own it, I get it, and I'm excited to remember that too. Wow. Well, that's amazing. That I, I couldn't have said it better. And, and actually, with that, Molly, we have to close the show. So that was a very powerful, visual, visceral statement for everyone to take home with them. So I want to thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Kristen. It goes so fast, but I just enjoyed all of our talk. So thanks again for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Um, everybody out there, oh my gosh, there's so much more I want to talk to Molly about. I am going to make sure that you all have her information. Definitely, I'm going to call her for an intuitive astrology appointment because I'm very excited to see what she comes up with. Read her book. Her her words are so powerful and so uplifting and so empowering. And I say to all of you out there, remember, we signed up for this. It is exciting, 
We are loved. We are supported from the spirit world and the divine. Don't forget it. And know, and I mean this, I love you. We hope that you found this episode of GDK inspiring. And to raise your vibration even higher, visit my website at goodvibrationswithkristin.com. And don't forget to like Good Vibrations with Kristen on Facebook. What inspires you? Write us, let us know, so we can share your ideas on the show. And meanwhile, keep listening, keep connecting, and know that you are divinely guided. <laughs>